As promised, uh, we're going to sprinkle in the Ask M's uh, theater editions throughout the rest of the show today. Optimus Prime Rib with one M. The movie that everyone loves that you hate, and then the opposite, the movie that you love that everyone else hates. All right, so I'm going to go (laughs) with the movie that I hate that everyone else loves. Um, and again, gonna probably catch some heat for this, but I don't care. It's all film bros getting at me. Who cares? All right, it's <laughs> Pulp Fiction. I didn't get that movie. I didn't like that movie. That movie was boring and long and dumb. So no, thank you, Pulp Fiction. Boring, long, and dumb. That and should then, be on like you know when the, you open up the old school newspapers <laughs> or on TV, they splash them and go. Come watch Pulp this Fiction, movie. Boring, long, and dumb. Yeah, I had to watch it for school. Emily uh, Hebel, ESPN seven ten. Also, this one just is a genre that probably just doesn't hit with me. I'm not a big murder mystery person, like an Agatha Christie kind of person. Knives Out. I did not like Knives Out. I didn't really love Glass Onion. I think it's overacted. I think it was really predictable and very uh, left with emptiness at the end. So Knives Out, no thank you. Uh, I liked both one. of those. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up from Adam McKay, the movie with Never Jennifer Lawrence no. and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the Enviro movie, yeah, right? That, yeah, that one, that one sucked. Yeah. Like, there was, and no, maybe the goal was to suck a little bit, like that it was supposed to be a corny movie, but it was very corny and it was very bad. Okay, what uh, about the opposite? So here's the ones that I love that everyone else might hate. And I think that some of them are like, not even hate, but they just don't even think about. So I love Twilight and I will stand by Twilight as they are good, bad movies. And I will watch them every time it rains. And then- um, Babel- <laughs> Oh, it's a little Pavlovian thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It makes me think of it. And I was like, oh, I should be in Forks, uh, Washington. Um <laughs> Babylon. I loved Babylon. Babylon was awesome. Babylon ruled. Tell me, I, I'm, did, I'm, did people not? It came out last year. People hated it, Babylon. They hated that it? it was too long. That it was, you know, so self-aggrandizing. I will stand on a pillar for Damien Chazelle. He is fantastic. He did La La Land. He did Whiplash. He did ba- Babylon. Babylon Hive. Stand up. Babylon's amazing. Um, <laughs> Transformers. Well, that, that was a movie that was three three hours plus, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Transformers, the original one, with like Michael Buffett. Mann. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf and um, Megan Fox uh, loved that movie as a kid, and I still it, it still rocks. It still <laughs> it, it gets me going, and the soundtrack is amazing for Transformers. Um, also, okay, a little known Nicolas Cage movie called The Knowing. So, <laughs> The Knowing is a Nicolas Cage movie in which he like finds in the corner of his house this like old parchment with a bunch of symbols on it and like you, as you like parse through it you figure out that it's like these big events that are happening it's like a plane crash and an mm. earthquake and a tsunami and he, he's figuring out that they're all connected and goes and tries to stop it so the knowing with Nicolas Cage. Are you uh, sure you just weren't than... high watching National Treasure? <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not high watching National Treasure. You mentioned Nicolas Cage. You mentioned Nicolas Cage, and it's not The Rock or Con Air. What are we even talking about? Here? <laughs> the enough. Knowing. Everyone two. go watch it right now. You have one. Face off. <laughs> um, a movie that everyone. I, the fast. No, 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 you said you had a uh, one for M a, 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 from Alan Sleewood, L.A. Live. The the one thing just to hit on what she just said: the Fast and the Furious. That whole. I have not watched one. None of them interest me. I know they kill it at the box office. I know they're making money. There's a reason why there's nine or ten or how many ever there is. I think we're on ten or eleven. I've never yeah. got into okay. it, and I know you said it was fun as well. People love it. Am I just the one missing out, or never are there a it. lot of people like me? There are more people like you that don't need to see it. Yeah. I don't think anybody needs to see it. Fast Susan loves them. But they're fun. It's so random, right? Like that's 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 what I'm talking about. The people that I would not think maybe like them, love them. It's and... like it's like um it's like almost like reality TV or whatever. It's just like you turn your brain off and you watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good way. By to the put way, it. I have to make a confession here. Um, I have been 
really into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I just started watching it, and my friends convinced me to watch it. And this is the most bonkers group of women that I've ever seen together before. This one in Salt Lake. Yeah, this one girl named Mary is married to her step-grandfather. Her step-grandfather. Like, it's just crazy. I, I love it. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Yep, they're all Mormons. Sounds like what would be in Salt Lake City. <laughs> they're all Mormons <laughs> all right. or Christians or odd. Um, check it out. Okay, I got one quick one here. And then uh, I, let's say you owned a movie theater. Sure. What would you change about the movie experience? That when you go to a theater, is there something that doesn't exist today that you're like, man, if they only did this, how come the theaters don't do that? Whatever the case is. Does something pop into your mind? If if you had a theater, what you would do differently? Mm, I... I have a hard time of finding place thing something that isn't already done, but I think something that could be implemented more at more places so there's this thing and i think it's england started doing this at this one theater where they have tasting menus with that coincide with the movie so if you're watching ratatouille they bring out a four courses meal that matches what you're watching on tv or if you're watching harry potter you have the food that matches what you're seeing on screen so they recreate what these things are so i think that's great i think that um what i do love about the alamo and what i love about some theaters around here is they they show a lot of both old movies that you can educate yourself on and new movies. And I think I think that having more double features for people like me that'll sit and watch double features, I think is a good thing. So I'm actually going to go see a double feature at the New Beverly. It's before Sunset and Casablanca. That again, these are two movies that connect really well. So I think combining both like heightened experiences like for people. Like straight back to back? Yeah, yeah. But, mm. you know, I have nobody in my life so i have five <laughs> hours to kill and i can go watch that you know top gun and top like, gun maverick yeah by exactly. the way there's no it, watching two nfl games is seven hours six and a half hours so it's not like that's a crazy thing to do all right we got lots more and they're almost all of them are awesome so emily we'll get we'll get more of her tv and movie stuff coming up Real housewives of salt Lake i got City. a lot of follow-ups on that i I, I, I don't know if you saw me start scribbling notes furiously when you brought that up but uh, i have i have some follow-ups that we'll get to patrick mahomes mm-hmm Say he wins on Sunday. Okay. Goes to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in his six years as a starting quarterback. Maybe he wins, maybe he doesn't. But at worst, he'd be two and two. At best, he could be three right. and one. Cash in three of them potentially. Right. Yep. Even at two and two through six years of your starting quarterback career, that's bananas. Are we in Tom Brady territory already? That I understand Brady went to 10. I understand that Brady won seven of them, but. This guy isn't even 30 years old yet and is one game away from going to his fourth Super Bowl. The, the list of guys that have won two, there's a couple of handfuls. The list of guys that have won three or more, you're talking Brady, Montana, Ankman, and Mahomes, if he and Bradshaw, if he yeah. can get there. That's the whole list. He's, he's one game away from being on the level with Troy Aikman, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, and he's not 30. And he goes to the AFC Championship game or better – Every year he's been the starting. This is Brady at the beginning. So I, if the conversation is, rephrase your question, because I think there's two ways to answer You asked the specific question about Tom Brady. Just Did you say, is he in the conversation with Tom Brady? No, we're, we're, we're looking at something. I don't think it's a specific question. It's more of an idea of 
Tom Brady has done the thing. There's Gretzky, there's Brady, yeah. and there's yeah. just some guys that are so far and away the best yep. that there isn't yep. a conversation about who's... For instance, we do it a million times, and nothing is less interesting to me. LeBron or MJ, whatever, fine. But they're both good answers. There is no second answer to Wayne Gretzky. There is no second answer to Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time, full stop. If Mahomes goes again and wins, we're starting to have that, hey, hold on a second. Let's 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 see what the second act of this guy's career looks like. And we're having that conversation. So I to be honest, I kind of hate those conversations. I hate them for the same reason that you're talking about LeBron and, and Michael Jordan. I see Patrick Mahomes as his own dude doing it his own way. You're right, he's only 28. Tom Brady played till he was 45 years old, <laughs> right? The fact that Mahomes is doing what he's doing this early in his career is special in itself. He'll be I, virtually halfway there before yep. he turns 30. It, it's, it's part of the thing that I think is, it's not stupid. This is part of sports. You're going to have these conversations, but it's almost like, oh my God, like the LeBron and Michael conversation, that's a perfect, perfect example. Michael Jordan, when he started taking over the league, he was his own identity, his own. You couldn't even really, you had, you had no one to compare him to. That's Michael Jordan. That's the logo. That's the shot over Elo. That's this. That's that. He just created his own identity. Now, if you want to sit here and people are going to say, "Well, Bill Russell, Kareem okay, that's fine. Let people have those conversations." I almost look at Patrick Mahomes similar to the way I was looking at Jordan early in his career. That I thought Patrick Mahomes, or I thought Jordan, when he was just kind of starting to, we got his first one. What the hell does that mean? Well, there's two in a row. Did Jordan just have a three-peat, whatever it is? But he's starting to create his own identity, his own brand, and you stop paying attention to who all the other players were. This is one of one. It's Michael Jordan. I look at Mahomes a little bit like that. I, I look at Patrick Mahomes. I'll give you the example. I had, um, we're texting with a couple of buddies over the weekend, and Part of the conversation was about Josh Allen, and Josh Allen's like, oh, this guy chokes again this. I'm like, you know what, Josh Allen is just unfortunate. You got to get through Patrick Mahomes if you want to do anything in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes, or and, jo- and Josh, again this Allen, year. Josh Allen might be that exact same player. Josh Allen might be the guy that it was Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, John Stock. Go down the list of all the Patrick Ewings, the guys that just never got to win. Why? Because Michael Jordan was in the league. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's not the best comp, but don't you look at Patrick Mahomes? He's one one right? Like, doing what he's doing. Can he potentially, in five years, can we say, can you believe Mahomes has been to the Super Bowl five times and he's got three or four or whatever case? That's very easy conversation. He'll be 33. So he still could potentially have 10 more years in the league. Um, it's special what he's doing this young. I get the comps that people want to make, but I feel like he's one-on-one. Here's where you can compare Patrick Mahomes and Brady right now. They're both inevitable. Right now, it's like when you think about the NFL, even in September, August, whatever, it's like you, you can't – we always say the same thing every time. You can't count on Mahomes until he's out. You have to have to eliminate him. You have to go through him. So he's, he's comparable in that way that he's an inevitable force that all these great quarterbacks around him – might not have as great as careers because they're playing at the same time as Mahomes, just like how that era was with Tom Brady. They're both inevitable. It just, when you look at Mahomes, it doesn't feel like there's anything that isn't going to continue to happen. That as long as Andy Reid is around, as long as he's doing his thing, that and as long as he has another special guy on his team, 
right? He has Travis Kelsey at the moment. We've seen him have, but pretty much every other piece of that has cycled through, and we're we're, we're at the beginning of another sure. cycle. They're going to have to find somebody to replace Kelsey, but it doesn't have to be another tight end. It needs right. to be another dynamic player. Was Tyreek Hill? It could be Tyreek Hill. But, but I use that as an example, and to go on your point. When Tyreek Hill left, it was like, oh my gosh, he doesn't have the weapons. No, he's fine. The start of the season last year and the yep. start of the season this year at the Chiefs, guys. Come on, they're not going to do it. And when the dust settles, they're right back in it every you single year. You can elevate a bad team. And, and that the guy is still there that Brady just left, right? And that's part of the thing that's so interesting to me is that Jack Nicholas didn't wasn't you know winning the Masters and then all of a sudden you turn around and Tiger Woods had won five of them right it's like wait what you had to go through an entire generation that Brady just left and Mahomes they played each other in a Super Bowl yeah, he went through right? Brady. that's what I mean it's like that they overlapped even a little bit like that is bonkers that it's not a generational thing that it's happening right now and this could be his fourth Super Bowl in what that would be five years that's stupid and if i and this is what he's done to you and he did it to me against the bills i never thought buffalo was going to win that game i didn't either because mahomes was on the other side we we kind of asked this question before the show started i said okay there's four teams left pick one you're like i'm picking against i'm not picking against him until he's out i'm not picking against mahomes i mean that i think there's a lot of people that feel that way now i jorge has purdy he has Purdy. I got Lamar. And I'm, I, you know, I, I, I think Baltimore is the best team left. Okay, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that there's a lot of people like you that are going to say, "Why the hell would I pick against Patrick Mahomes? He's ingrained that in your head." Lamar could win the same way that Joe Flacco won. That Ben Roethlisberger would win. Like other guys would win. Peyton Manning would win, but they didn't win a lot. And it was because the other guy was around. He's not going to run that Joe Burrow already beat him in a championship game. Yeah. Tom Brady has done it in a, a Super Bowl and in an AFC championship game. But it doesn't happen very often, and it has to run through him. It's extraordinary. Speaking of Purdy, uh, Jorge, you guys may need to find a new quarterback as soon as Monday morning. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And speaking of quarterback, Slee, you know that you and I are all about the prize picks, the largest DFS oh, yeah. platform in all of North America. And simply put, it's because Price Picks is fun. It's easy and you can win money. You can win up to 25 times your money. You just pick more or less on some stat projections. For example, more or less Isaiah Pacheco on rushing TDs. Half. Is he going to get one or is he not? You can bet on that. Going you can over. go more or less. Or Jared Goff, more or less than 262 and a half yards passing. That's that's prize picks. That's how much fun you can win bucks. I almost nailed it yesterday. We had Kawhi and Anthony Davis. We needed AD to get 26 and a half. AD ended up with 26. Of course he did. Come on, AD. He wasn't going to get 17. Pick it up in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Um, uh, one more free throw. For tonight's game, um, there's a couple good games here. How about Shea Gilgis-Alexander? More or less than 33 and a half points. Victor Wembenyama, 23 and a half points against Oklahoma City Thunder. I'll go more on that one as well. Here's the best thing about um, prize picks, and it's something to keep in mind. They're the only daily fantasy platform with injury insurance to keep you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Over 7 million sports fans have already signed up, and I'm one of them. Trav is one of them as well. So join me and watch your favorite players get paid doing it. Right now, prize picks will match your first deposit of up to $100. Just download the prize picks app. Use that code 710. That's code 710 on Price Picks for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I got to reorder that movie. We didn't watch it in time. And by the way, we We had 48 hours, did like an hour of it. Yeah, this is PIMP. It's the cover of PIMP, so. I knew uh, that. Yeah, of course. (laughs) But it's instrumental. You've never heard this song? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, no, I think you've heard it. I heard it yesterday when we played it. I think you've heard it. It's had to play sometime in your... You might be surprised. Mm. I, maybe. I'm not yeah. saying no, but there's a chance that I have yeah. not. Like there's, yeah, I don't really think PIMP is blasting in the Rogers household. doesn't no. need to be. It's just a very popular song. Chris and I listened to Yacht Rock on the way back from Riviera yesterday. Or two, two, two days ago, I guess it was. I think I'm still trying to dethaw. Or thaw. You don't de-thaw. You thaw. You thaw. Yeah. <laughs> de-thaw would be freeze. You mean the frost. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was... I, I've been cold ever since I got home that night, and I'm trying to figure it out. One more. Uh, ask Emily a little after the fact. If you could introduce a new Oscar category, what would it be? Okay. So there's there's serious things that I could say. I could say that they can uh, recognize all these areas. But what I really think, especially this year, because we had a very good candidate for it this year, I think there, sh- there should be a dog category or general oh. animal category. Like okay. outstanding animal performance or pet performance in a movie, because this year Anatomy of a Fall has fantastic dog performer. And so I think they should have an animal section of the Oscars to like Recognize those animals. They work hard. They get paid. But was it real animal or, or was it, it was Andy Circus? Because Andy Circus can play any animal nowadays. <laughs> that's that's true yeah. too. Like Planet of the Apes <laughs> exactly. plays everything. What, what did you see last night? ISS. <sighs> yes, I saw ISS. Oh, no. I'm and by the way, to that one. everyone getting mad about my Pulp Fiction take. It's like, yeah, you're the problem. You're the reason why I don't like Pulp Fiction. I liked so, it. I thought by it was alright. Uh, but you saw. So her her review of ISS is not favorable. But she ended yes. with, and I thought there was going to be some Planet of the Apes bleep bleep at the end that never showed up. <laughs> that, that just yeah. stuck with me. Yeah, because you know I was I, the movie. If I before I went to the movie, I could probably tell you everything that happened. You know, <laughs> I was not surprised by a single thing that happened. None of it was surprising, and none of it was particularly good. But at the end, I was like, they're going to do some sort of like, you know, they're in the future. They didn't actually see that happen. They land and, the, and everything's OK. And like, yeah, or there's a Statue of Liberty poking out where it's not supposed to. So I uh, I was disappointed in the lack of ingenuity with this movie because it's very If they would have had a Statue of Liberty buried in the sand at the end, would, you, would it have saved it for you? I would have said, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and you're going out there on a limb. I like, again, if, if a movie's going to be bad, at least be bad and funny. And this was neither? I laugh because of how bad it was. Okay. Unintentional comedy. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. 
Jorge, I, I you have a dilemma. Uh-huh. The 49ers are at home. They're the number one seed. Yeah. They have the best players. They've got the most weapons. They've got a really good defense. They, they're they 50-50 on Debo right now. 50-50 on Debo. You have a quarterback problem because your boy Purdy nearly tricked it off last week. He didn't. He, he didn't. saved it at the last minute. He had a really good drive at the end. But let's say for a minute, Al, mm-hmm. that the 49ers either have a repeat performance of what was a week ago where Purdy does not look good, but they advance just because they're better. And and, and they, they catch a break here or there, and they go to the Super Bowl, but their quarterback does not look like he needs to look. Or worse, they lose, and the Lions are in the Super Bowl, which is an insane statement to utter out loud. Uh, do you have to go and, and change your quarterback this offseason? Do you go? Because Kirk Cousins is an unrestricted free agent. And Kirk Cousins... Think about the parallels between the Rams and the Niners. The Rams went to the Super Bowl, were really good, had all of this unbelievable talent all over the field. They had dynamic head coach, et cetera, et cetera. But they felt, we're not good enough at quarterback. We're good enough to get close to it, even get into a Super Bowl, but yeah. we're not, we got to get better there. They went and got Matthew Stafford. Is that not exactly the same thing of making a run at Kirk Cousins if this blows up on him? Jorge, you, 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 I, I want to hear from a Niner fan how you feel about this weekend, and okay, if that is, plays out like he just said is, it. This is how I feel. I don't know about the other Niner fans, but I mm-hmm. feel like this guy's in the second year in, right? Uh, we talked about this before where he's like, oh, we got he's got to show us what he's like under pressure. For the first three quarters, yeah, it looked horrible, it looked bad, and I was, you know. Game thinking, on the line, yeah, he got you a drive. But he got us that final mm-hmm. drive. But it's not just him. Let's take, let's take in consideration all, this, all those different weapons he's got of course and how they were managed to like you know help him out bail him out basically you know uh i think with his second year in uh the niners invested in in uh trey lance mm-hmm. it didn't work out jimmy g took him to the super bowl but it wasn't something that was now they're investing in this guy who in my opinion for the second year in second quarterback the last person to be chosen i mean brady got his break too right more, more to the point maybe they're not investing in him and that hey. he's so cheap that yeah, you don't have too. to pay and i don't mean like an, an emotional investment an yeah. actual monetary mm-hmm. investment because he's a seventh round mr irrelevant you've basically got a zero on your balance sheet at quarterback and you can go pay trent williams christian mccaffrey Debo samuel like just go down the list fred warren you can pay everybody mm-hmm. and hope that that's good enough because Kirk, or Kirk Cousins is going to have to get paid this year. You're going to have to pay him like a quarterback, which means you got to take some of that money somewhere else. Yeah, but this guy's gotten you to the NFC Championship twice. Yep. Okay, so let me, let me, he, let me the ask. The first one you got injured. Yep. You, let me, let me again, ask the question what, then. This time, what? He got lucky? Last week, there were eight teams left. Where was Purdy in the top eight quarterbacks that were left? Where was he? So last week, take all the quarterbacks that were left. There were eight teams still in it. Just independent of their teams, just if you're just picking them in just a the quarterback in a draft in the park. Yeah, he's eighth. He's eighth, right? Yeah. Okay, so obviously this week I don't have to talk about it. He's fourth. Yeah, yeah. but he was eighth. Okay, the most important position in the NFL is the quarterback position. Right. The 49ers keep knocking on the door. Isn't it just clearly apparent that if they don't get to the Super Bowl, if they don't win a Super Bowl, it's probably going to come down to well, the quarterback just didn't do enough. If you're in an, the most likely, yeah. If you're in, and, and maybe it doesn't play out that way, but that's the only really scenario that I see if the Niners don't win the game. Okay, it was you got all the weapons. Was Purdy hurting you? Was Purdy helping you? Was Purdy just 
But that's been the case for the Niners this whole time. Like, think about Alex Smith. But that's the whole point of, I think, why he's saying what he's saying. It's golf all over again. you have to improve that position because you're not going to be able to win a Super Bowl unless you improve that And the difference is, Goff was the number one pick in the draft. Jared Goff was the guy that the Rams, I think they were picking 16th that year, and they moved all the way up to number one to get him. He's our guy. Here's the keys. Right? Here here it is. And Mm -hmm. he was good, but they clearly felt that he wasn't good enough. And they made a change, and they went and got a guy that was in circumstances where you're like, I think that guy's really good, but he's never been exactly in the right spot. I think if we put him here, it's going to pop. They nailed it. I think you make the exact same case about Purdy, only you're not, you're not moving on from the number one pick. You're yeah. moving on from Mr. Irrelevant. Kirk Cousins with all of this? But, and, and that's, Look I, out. That's the only thing that I, I, ultimately you thought they might lose to the Green Bay freaking Packers because Purdy wasn't playing well in his spot. If they don't beat the Detroit Lions, or even if they get to the Super Bowl, the Niners are not a, hey, we got to the Super Bowl and that was a great year. The Niners, they're trying to cash it in right now. You can't be any more all-in than the Niners are. And if your quarterback is would, stopping Would, would from, Cousins not make them more all-in? It would make them all more all-in, but wouldn't you also feel more comfortable that Kirk Cousins gives them a much better shot of winning a Super Bowl than Purdy? Oh, sure. Of course. So I, I think that's the question. These next two games... Isn't Purdy playing for his future with the San Francisco 49ers? The fact that they were as aggressively pursuing Tom Brady as they were, as recently as they were. Do you think John Lynch is scared of making a move? Of saying, okay, guys, we tried this. This has happened a couple years in a row where the quarterback, we haven't had the quarterback to get us there. If you don't go fill in that position, what makes you think it's going to be any different next year? but But even the players back. Back him up, you know, like oh, we that's our guy. Like, is that just okay? What are they supposed to say? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're not supposed to say our quarterback is leading us behind. Listen, he can shut us all up. Because Purdy was also in the conversation for MVP chat, which is lunacy. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree with you. But he could shut us all up. Go have a good game against the Lions at home. It's um, not like you're taking on. It's not like you're going up against this. You know. I, I don't know if he shuts us up. He 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 wins, right? right? He wins. Like he he win, they win the Super Bowl and they're not going to change it at that point, obviously. Yeah. But it's he will be more of a Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson. A yeah, you were okay. Just don't lose the game. I, I, I'm saying that, but it's okay. not like we change our opinion on him. We change our opinion on that. He's it a manageable. It's good enough. But, but 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 if you can be a quarterback that manages a game and still end up winning a Super Bowl if all the other pieces sure. are there, what you can't be is. I don't think they're going to win because of him. And that's what he was against the Packers. And that's kind of what Jared Goff was. And that's kind of where they are. So, and now uh, one of them will be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I was not covering sports in the time at, of early Brady. Okay, So I have no idea the context of how you talked about Brady in those first two years. right? He almost lost his job after that first Super Bowl, right? So just to give you the 30-second the, the version of this, Drew Bledsoe got hurt against the Jets. He yeah. got knocked out. Uh, I believe Mo Lewis, and that's where all the money in. was, yeah. right? Yeah, it was they, Bledsoe. They just resigned him. Yep. They yep. just given him all the money. Drew Bledsoe had taken the Patriots to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right. Brady comes in, and it's really good. Yeah. And 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 Bledsoe was down for a while. He continues to play. He's really really good. We're getting closer to the playoffs, and Bledsoe's ready to go. And Belichick, in the biggest you know what call of all time, yep. says, "I don't give a damn. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm riding with this guy." So yep. were the Patriots winning because of Brady or because of the team that they had around him? Both. Okay, so I think that if you know, fast forward down the line, and if 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 we ch- change and then our the idea rest about got involved with the Tuck rule, yep. right, obviously, <laughs> but you know, Purdy could just develop into a better player. But I think the whole line of you know, if you pay Kirk Cousins, you can't pay everybody else. 
I don't really know about that. I feel like NFL owners can make things work if they want them to work. And if the most important yes. position is your quarterback, I mean, let go of Ayuk. Okay, it, you have Debo Samuel. Let go of Debo. You have Ayuk. Yes, you can have both for a period of time, but eventually you can't have both. Eventually, the bill comes due. But the Rams had all of it for a period of time, and then they went five and twelve, and then they had to rebuild it this year, and they've got it flipped around as quickly as they could. But if he loses. I'd be really surprised if he was their quarterback next year. I, I really would because everything else is right where it needs to be. And, oh, by the way, if they lost again, the Kyle Shanahan, the bloom on the Kyle Shanahan rose would be a little different. It's like, dude, why do you keep missing here? And he would have the move of, guys, look at my quarterbacks. Give me what you gave Sean McVay. Give me a guy that's a legit guy, and, they want him and, and I'm going to go punch my ticket. I can okay. almost guarantee it. Can I play out one more scenario? Let's say they beat the Detroit Lions – and then you just lost to Lamar Jackson That's, or Patrick Mahomes. How does he play? He plays. He doesn't lose you the game. He's listen. The guy is. You roll. Up, you run it back. That's what I was going to say. There is a scenario where Purdy's still the quarterback, but it can't be coming off the, <laughs> just the way it, it happened in the first playoff game. I, they're so fortunate to be playing this Sunday. Fact cap coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey guys, I want to give a shout out to Albert, whose birthday is today, who brought in some pastries, some lovely things for us to share. We had Paris no baguette. idea we started, and we were having like a conversation, like we're at a poker table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Paris baguettes, always great. Um, so thanks, Albert, for Thanks, Albert. Yeah, Happy really birthday, great. man. Thank you. Happy really birthday. Great, it was really good. <laughs> All right, so um, this popped up on Twitter yesterday. So uh, 24 years ago today, Ricky um, Prohl got the catch uh, for St. Louis in on January 23rd, 2000. And I'm just going to play this one part of it uh, where you might hear a familiar voice. Just as that thought came into my head, I see Kurt loft one over to the corner. Well, here's Isaac and Tori looking at it. And there's Marshall out of the backfield looking at the pass, and I'm like, well, he's throwing it away. It's going to no one. <laughs> was that so, the guy in that Nelly video? Yeah, yeah, it was actually that guy. Um, Same guy. <laughs> and this is for <laughs> this is for NFL films. It was probably one of those like greatest plays in in, in history, or it was part of the Super Bowl uh, DVD. Either way, yeah. uh, NFL films does these things where they do these countdowns, and it's voted on by players. They say, "Oh, who's the greatest tight end?" or the NFL mm -hmm. 100, and they'll do, have people voice over and interspace. Um, clips. So it got me thinking that we need to do an NFL film style breakdown of bits 
from the station for Mandy's three. So, you know, you explain why I collapsed on the floor for the college basketball or, you know, why John Ireland threw it against the wall with little intercutted things. So, Travis, fact or cap? I like it. Fact. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a really good idea. That parole? to get parole, right? It, 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 Demarco delivered it perfectly. That's a really good, a little behind the music kind of thing, a behind the scenes. Yeah. Great idea, fact. Berg, yeah, it's fact. This is a fantastic idea. I actually really, really like this. We can find out why Cappy always likes to mount Chris, right? And he, we go behind it with the thoughts. And we have like the clips from behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, while that's all going on, that's genius. So and he's telling you to change mics. Oh, I'm yeah. changing mics? Yeah, change mics. <laughs> okay. Is, it, is this one better? Oh, yeah, wow. This one's better. Yeah. Much better. Ow. You have to yeah. tap. Um, fact. As an example, um, John would throw the trophy, and we would show the wall. You and I, you would have your one scene. Oh, I don't know what you so would say, dumb. but I would say, I don't know, maybe John just had a bad day. I have no Maybe John no, was upset that he, didn't go to the pickleball, John. that he didn't go to the pickleball tournament and didn't have a trophy. And then we would cut to somebody else, and then John would have his. It's a really good idea. He legitimately thought that was funny. <laughs> he was wrong. He, he, was, he was very wrong. And now he's going to be at this year's pickleball tournament. Amazing. Great. Took the uh, L. Jorge? fact uh i think we should pick five of these mm -hmm. and then get the action okay so when it happened it was one thing mm -hmm. and it's been a while since some of these things have happened so getting same your, for these nfl films things right. it's usually a couple of months between so getting your thoughts of it now after yeah. the dust like settled. a professional kind of thing so, like you yeah. know so this, we're gonna play you the clip yeah. what do you think about it now so what's things like that what could add it for the mandy's too is like because you know that uh mandy's three actually but in Oscars or whatever, when they're saying, oh, best actress, Sandra Huller, and then they'll play a clip from Anatomy of a Fall of like her best moment there. So when we do bit of the year, maybe we could do a little bit of a behind the scenes. <laughs> going there. Anyway, just, just spitballing here. So I, I love that idea. And we actually idea. do need to do that. I think this right. is a real thing. And then thing. color can voice it. You yeah, know, that exactly. Voice. Yeah. That voice. Or DeMarco could. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so good. I think we, Jorge, with that voice, you need to make Pro? sure that you have In no voice. World. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna um, find out. You don't, get you don't need to watch the game. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to watch the game this weekend. His voice will either be lost because the Niners won, or he'll have a perfect voice on Monday because they lost. I think it goes both ways. No matter what, he's gonna lose his voice again. No, he win said or the lose. The only way he lost his voice was that final drive that Niners scored on. Right. If it's close. It's uh, Matthew Lillard's birthday today, and so he's known for many roles, including mm -hmm. what he did in Scream, but what I know him most for is for his role in Shaggy in the live-action <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo. All right, so Matthew Lillard is the best Shaggy. Uh, Greg, factor cap? Um, I think, I mean, the old, I don't know who the old-school Shaggy was, so to say that is a little bit tough, but yes, in fact, uh, he is. And by the way, um, he's going to be at some event on Saturday, February third, and my daughter's going it going to it to get her his autograph. Oh, cool! Amazing. Because of the because of Scream, so that's pretty that's pretty cool. But yeah, I think him there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who it was before. Do you have any idea? I do. You do? All right, it's a trap. Is it the same guy that does Scooby? No, it's Cap because the Sorry, guy that I did the original you. one is Casey Kasem. Oh, yeah. No, no. Casey Kasem was the original voice of Shaggy. Change my mind. And, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Casey Kasem is the answer. Ow. Also, go fact only because of his role in Scream. And Scream was one of my favorite movies growing up. So I'm going to give him the credit, even though he probably doesn't deserve it. <laughs> well, that guy wasn't even supposed to be an actor. I think he went to audition to the audition with his girlfriend. and then they, Oh, really? Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be an actor. Or Lillard? Like that. Yeah. Really? So, yeah, he oh, wasn't wow. supposed to be an actor. He just 
you know, went with his girlfriend, whatever, for the casting. Isn't that funny? And I'm, I'm sure stuff like that probably happens more often than not. That they want the person. All of a sudden, they're attracted to the person that has doesn't know about the role, doesn't care about the role. Maybe they, they in their mind, they envision you can play that, like whatever that is. That's, That's why Millhouse got ca- cast in Radioactive Man as Fallout Boy. <laughs> right. He just By showed the, up with Bart. Did the girl? Did the girlfriend get cast? No. Do you know? She no. Didn't get oh, the they are they not together anymore. Oh, yeah. Not. Oh no, they're apart now. That's for <laughs> sure. Up that and if day. you're a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, he's also in Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I saw it with Riley. Yeah, yeah. Was she a fan of the game? Did she yes, the game? she played yeah. it all the time. So it was a big deal for her. Yeah, uh, I didn't play the game, but you know. Yeah, but Matthew Lillard was also in The Descendants, which I love as a movie. No uh, Linda Cardellini questions about uh, Scooby-Doo? Just because if, if you have them, direct them this way. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> She's great in everything. Uh, everything. Everyth- okay. <laughs> yes, everything. Everything about that Scooby-Doo live-action movie was fantastic to me. Mm. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It was my, my car movie for a long time. My family would have it on our car um, DVD <laughs> player or whatever. Big fan of that movie. Big fan of everybody in that movie and all of their work since. So if I'm a stand for anything, I'm a stand for a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so do you know who absolutely does not like the movie and has never actually seen it? Is it Freddie Prince? Freddie Prince Jr. has yeah. never seen it. He does not watch any of his movies. Uh, that's, that's not okay. super uncommon among actors. But isn't that that's isn't that crazy? It, it, like a lot of people like a when they're finished, movie like that? I, I get it. But like, the, is it Helen Mirren that doesn't watch her? Yeah. She's no, 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 all that. The Australian woman that's super. Nicole Kidman. No. Catherine Zeta-Jones. No. Uh, blonde, I think naturally does. She that's plays all the people really everything. Um, Do you know any blondes and actors? It, it, it'll Cage. come to me. She, yeah. She's like maybe the best female actor working. Right now, that's not Nicole Kidman. She's it's not Nicole Kidman. Renee Zellweger. She, Margot Robbie. No, she might not be Australian. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure she is. It'll come to me. Move on. I'll, okay. it'll, it'll come back to me. Uh, great. I'm googling blonde Australian actors yeah. right now. Reese. Um, <laughs> not Reese. Um, all right. So one last question for you guys. So I saw ISS last night. Um, is the girl married to the guy from The you, Office? Jenna Fisher. No. She's no, not she Australian. Kate, Kate, Ban- Kate Blanchett. Oh yeah, oh, I love yeah. Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She. I could She's Australian, it. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, so I'm not crazy. Yeah, just didn't didn't get there yeah. uh, right away. Um, what is ISS? What so ISS is it stands for International Space Station. The movie okay. takes place where um, two people go up to space, and it's the International Space Station. So it's shared with the Russians. And I'm not spoiling this because this is literally in the trailer. So they Spoiler. look out out the window. Don't and, ruin the trailer. <laughs> okay, they look out the window and something happens, and so then they have to figure out what happens after that. All right, so you would go to space if given the chance. Uh, Al, fact or cap? Fact. Yeah, I definitely would. Now, I'm not going to be the. I'm not going to grab a ticket for. Hey, it's going to be mission the first, one. Yeah, <laughs> first hundred people. It's on yeah. us because we're not sure if you're coming back. I don't need that one. But yes, fact. I would do it. I know some people aren't. You know, some people want to wait till it's like the ten millionth person. I, I'm okay with. Give me, let a million go up, and then I'm I'm ready to go. Trev, I don't want to go to Phoenix. <laughs> no, Jeez. cap. I I like it here. I like it where I go. Spirit Airlines. I, yeah, I, I uh, space travel is it, like a it's interesting to me, but it is not something that I need to experience ever. Berg. So it's fact. As long as it's not done by the people that did the submarine. 
<laughs> it's not those people that did It'll it. I'm PS5 totally all in. <laughs> well, in that guy's defense, it was defense? just it, it just that everybody that was an actual mariner said that's a terrible idea. Don't it's do not this. like nobody I told him it. other than everybody. Yeah, like move. but but going to space would be would be cool. That's an that's an opportunity to see something that only very few people get to see yep. and to look down in in space and see Earth from above, it would be absolutely incredible. Yes, I would definitely do it. Hey, I'm with Greg on this one. I think we'll go together. You know, you, yep. you, you point of view from your side of the window, my point of view from this side of the window. Hey, switch at some point. Yeah, let's go, man. All in. Let's do it. I'm down. Me and you. Uh, go watch the I'll attend all of your memorials. <laughs> I just don't want to go through the process of having to be a, an astronaut. That's fine. That's fine. I, my, eulogy will, my, my eulogy would include, I told them not to go, but but they, they wanted to see it. So here we are. Sandwiches in the back. Like, hey, Enjoy the rest of your day. Maybe this would be I the experience life, the Travis. You can see the moon right now. No, no. I want to. No. Okay, I want to see the moon like like I can see the building across the way from here. Watch. Like she doesn't want to. Space I want to see them all the aliens on the moon. <laughs> and we'll 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 stay right here. We'll go to the Olive Garden after to celebrate their. Uh, can you bring back some their demise. Zupa de Italiano is where I'm starting. Yeah, Zupa right, Toscana. Zupa Toscana. Thank yeah. you. I like my name better. <laughs> All right. A uh, little bit of an update on Debo coming up. And is Giannis starting to come an American, for lack of a better word? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I picked out my dish. What's that? I'm done. I picked out my dish. I know what I'm getting at Olive Garden. Chris uh, kind of, he, he, he pushed me over the edge here. I've been talking about the tour of Italy. I think that's it. Why wouldn't I try out three different... Do you know what the tour includes? Yes. It's the lasagna. It's the, I think that's the... Fettuccine, fettuccine and, parma, and chicken parm. Yep. What more do you need? Well, you need to not eat one of those things because it's not a great choice. Two of them are two of them are great. The tour of Italy. Can you take a two thirds tour? Can you double up on chicken parm? Well, then have the third for dinner. Okay, just pack it up and bring it home. Part of my strategy here is, I don't feel like you're going to be ordering much. So part of my strategy is, your fork can come onto my plate at any time to try part of the tour of Italy. We are going on vacation. I, I'm you're you're painting a picture that's only half true. I, I'm going to order food. I will eat. I am going to eat an Olive Garden meal for lunch today. It's just not going to be the that. The tour of Italy. It's Toast not going to be. ravioli? Uh, no. No, that, that I, will not be. I think he's mozzarella? going soup and then maybe some salmon. I, I will do that with you. Okay. I will do that with you. That some sounds calamari? Because I'll eat. Sure. Okay. Sure. I mean, Toasted ravioli looks really good. Is it just deep fried raviolis? Yep. And you're going to eat the salmon, right? For you, your you might be able to talk With me some marinara that. sauce. Yeah. I mean, if you dropped this iPhone into breading and fried it and dipped it in marinara, it'd be pretty good. <laughs> I'd take a bite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, do you want bite. this fried thing that you dip in tomato sauce? Yes. 
I'll take I'll take a plate full of that. Is there a sampler option that we have? Is that something that we could fire in there? The only sampler but... they have is the Tour of Italy of like to okay. try these things, but we yeah. can we can order multiple appetizers. Anybody else yeah. love calamari? I mean, we're yeah, gonna end up with calamari? nine dishes before we even get to the Tour of Italy. So I got an Ask M for you. We've been doing a uh, TV slash movie Ask M all day. Um, I know I have one of these, and I know it pops up. And I think most people, a very, very famous movie that gets referenced all the time that you've never seen. Because for me, for a long time, it was the godfather for me. That I had seen, I knew the story, I know the characters, I know what it is, but I had never watched it from beginning to end until I was probably in my 30s, Mm. right? And, And I've since seen it, but... There was a good 20 years of my life where people were talking about it. I'm like, yeah, I know it, but I've never actually seen it. Um, I think that I would like this movie. I just haven't gotten around to see it. The Matrix. I have not seen The Matrix yet, a, and I think that yeah. I would really like it. It's good. Uh, I just haven't sat down and watched it. Yeah. It's. I like The Matrix. It was. It it's was like red, red pill, blue, blue pill, blue yeah. pill, yeah. red pill, yeah. and and it's it's you know, it's it is a allegory. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it's and it's a it's a good one. It's yeah. really so good. The Matrix is probably the main one that comes to my mind. You're trying to think here. Seeing The Matrix now, I only saw it once. I only saw it at the theater right when it came out. A lot of these movies, I wonder if they go back now and how it holds up. up. No, it does. You know? the, the Matrix absolutely holds up because mm-hmm. it's a good bad guy, some great, some kind of cutting edge special effects oh, at yeah. the time Actually, where he's yeah, dodging the bullets yeah. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It was, a, it was good. I, you should see it. I, I know I'll like it, and I will see it eventually. It's just like, you know, it just got to be like in the mood yeah. to sit down and watch The Matrix. Jorge, do you have one of those? Just that hole in your resume that gets talked about? You're like, yeah, I actually have never seen that. Maybe not a movie, but I'm not a big, big, big Simpsons guy. Yeah. So that gets referenced a whole Come on over. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And I'm just I, like, I don't know mm, enough. Yeah, sorry. I don't know enough about I've Simpsons. I've seen some episodes, yeah. not a whole lot of them. You- Come on, okay. come on into my world because um, I've seen them all forty-eight times. And I tried taking that Planet of the Apes reference to my friend as I left the movie last night, and she had never seen it. So I was like, "Well, you can't see it now. I just spoiled the whole movie." Come for on, you. C- come on over, <laughs> come on over. Yeah, there, there, that is a, a, an ending that you need to not know about before you go in, for sure. Um, did Giannis like become an American basketball player over the last? year or so where he's firing teammates he's getting rid of coaches he's firing the next coach he doesn't like this he doesn't like that because that is a very american basketball star thing you think about like the europeans and you can make an argument now that i shouldn't even say european non-american basketball stars Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, uh luka like the four best players in the league arguably are all europe non-american players mm-hmm. But Shea Gilgis Canadian? I think he is. Yeah. Okay. So so again, guys that are not likely to manipulate the system quite as aggressively as American players are. And Giannis is very clearly manipulating the system to his advantage, which is fine. I I'm not bothered by it, but it's a little atypical of Giannis. Well, I, I, or I, was. I think the question is the Milwaukee Bucks had not won a championship in fifty years, whatever it was. And here comes Giannis, he gets them their first chip. And now you got a franchise that's basically saying, whatever you need, we're going to accommodate you. That doesn't mean that's always the best idea, right? And I think kind of the point that you're talking about, LeBron doing it when he was in Cleveland, that was kind of an easy one because you also didn't feel like ownership had any idea what they were doing. And the more influence that LeBron had, you thought that was better for the team. I don't know yet if Giannis's influence will be better for the team. 
I don't know yet. It rarely is where Dude, the players think, are making those this. calls. He gets his coach fired that had won an NBA championship with him, right? Um, in the offseason, they decide he has those two interviews where he's basically saying, I'm not guaranteeing the Milwaukee Bucks anything moving forward. I need to know that they want to win a chip as much as I do. Then eventually they trade for Damian Lillard. How Drew Holiday circles back around and is in Boston, and they're probably that's probably going to be your Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, 45 games in or whatever the case is, he ends up now the first head coach in his first year, second place in the East, gets fired. I, I'm not telling you that you're wrong with some of the you know moves or his influence that he has, but you do start looking at Giannis a little bit differently, right? You're like, okay, well, that's interesting that Giannis is... Well, before he was... You know, we'll talk about this on the other side, because before Giannis was... Giannis's name comes up. It's like, oh, I love Giannis. Giannis is great. Yep. Gian- Giannis is about the Got hometown. The dad jokes. He he's loves cheesy. Oreos. He likes Chick-fil-A he's, nuggets. Yeah, he's- All of that stuff. And when LeBron's name would come up, it's, yeah, LeBron's awesome, but man, LeBron is about LeBron, right? Like LeBron is always and LeBron on LeBron the- means business. Right. Yes. All the time. And mm-hmm. every decision he makes is predicated on what's best for me. And again, that's okay, but it's a very specific lane to occupy. Giannis is getting into LeBron's lane a little bit. We'll talk more about that on the other side. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Is your vehicle due for service? Is it ready for that general maintenance trip? If it is, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive through oil change. Because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. No dragging the kids into a dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you don't have to sit there and think, are they almost done? Are they almost done? Are they almost done? Not at Valvoline. You stay in your car, nice and relaxed, while the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its best, right? In, out, Pit stop, down the road, car running great. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. And there are over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change.